festival where you dress up, uh, think of like Halloween, but we do it like in the spring for Mardi Gras. People know about Mardi Gras. He told his friend that he wanted to dress up as Batman for Carnival, and his friend said, well, you can't be Batman, You're, Batman's not Black. And my son was just kind of like devastated, and he was telling me about it. Um, so I told him, I said, you know what, don't worry, you can be anything you want, we're going to get you a Batman costume. I went to the craft store, bought some felt, you know, made like a cape for him and turned him into Batman. He was so happy. He went as Batman. And it just, it just got me thinking like, okay, maybe his friend thought of this because he doesn't see a lot of representation of like other, you know, people from different nationalities, different cultures that can be superheroes. And this was like back way before Wakanda and all that stuff. Um, so I thought, okay, what can I do to kind of change that kind of outlook like with my skills? And I'm thinking, okay, I'm an artist. I can draw. I started drawing images. I did a family portrait of us and my son was so happy to see himself as an illustration. Uh, I started putting my work out on Instagram. I, at first I was, I was really scared. I'm like, mm, you know, what if people don't like it? What if people make fun of it? What if I get trolled? And I started getting a lot of good feedback. People said they like this. So I kept going. And one day I got, um, someone came to my DMs and they're like, can you make me a custom portrait of Michelle Obama? And I was just like, okay, is this a prank? Do I, is this someone? Because I didn't know the guy. And I was just so shocked that someone, you know, actually wanted to pay me for a drawing that I did. So it wasn't a prank. He was a real person. He had like a t-shirt business and he wanted this drawing. And at that second, I started doubting myself. You know, it's like when you finally get the thing that you want, you start thinking all the negative things like, I can't do this is, you know, he's going to hate it. This is never going to work. You're not good enough. But I just, I, I found a way to push past that. And like, if this guy contacted you, it's because he likes what you do. So I went ahead and did the, the drawing for him and um, put it out on Etsy that came from his uh, suggestion. Because I had, I knew of Etsy, which is an online platform in case I mean, anyone doesn't know. It's like an online marketplace. Think of like, um, Amazon or something like that, where you can go and buy things, but it's mostly for the handmade market. So when people make handmade things, including, you know, drawings and digital files, he said, well, put it, you know, open an Etsy shop, put it on there and I can buy it from you through Etsy. And um, the, the rest is history. That, that was how I got my start. I love that. I think that's so awesome. I really do. So for you, you were working a nine to five job, you had your kids. So what'd you have 20, 30 minutes a day to be able to build a business? Exactly. That is exactly what I had. I, once I start, you know, put the excuses aside, I was like, okay, what can I do? Okay. When I put the kids to bed every night, I would put on a, a timer because at first I kept saying, it's going to take too long. I'm not going to be able to learn this. It's going to take me hours, yada, yada, yada. I'm never going to be able to do this. And I said, well, you know what, I don't, what can you do in 25 minutes? I'm like you're sitting here, you know, watching TV, take 25 minutes out from that TV time and learn something, learn how you can, you know, teach yourself this digital illustration. Because at the time I was only familiar with traditional art, like painting and drawing. And I didn't really know anything about digital illustration. So I went online and I started looking at tutorials and I said, okay, you know what, 25 minutes, put the timer on not going to kill you and just watch learn and practice and draw so every night I would go okay 25 minutes go let's go and start drawing and the funny thing is after the timer went off I would keep going it was like you know this this this, this psychological thing 
where like, you know, you're psyching yourself out and you say, oh, it's just 20, 25 minutes, then I can get back to my favorite show. But the timer would go off and I would be, you know, really deep into it. And that really helped boost me and, you know, advance my business. I love that. And it's funny, we actually talked about doing just that, putting on that timer when you're doing something to just, because when people say, I don't really have enough time or I don't have any extra time. And then you look at how much time you spend flipping the channels and things like that. And it's like, well, you actually do have time when you make time for it. So you started putting your things up on Pinterest first. So is that how you grew your list and started driving traffic to your business and your blog? That was a huge traffic driver for me. I started out with Instagram. I liked Instagram, but the thing was, I, you know, I'm the mom, like I didn't have all this extra time. Like I'm not, you know, a 20 something year old that can just like go and set up photo shoots in the middle of the day, not trying to knock anyone. (laughs) That's what you do. But for me, like I didn't have that time and I couldn't see myself like continuously saying, okay, I'm every, every day or every week, I'm going to set up like a photo shoot to do, you know, a flat lay of, of, of my things or make a one drawing per day. That was just, that was not going to be possible for me with the the schedule that I had. Um, And I also thought about with Instagram at the time, um, it's been a while that I haven't gone on there now, but I was like, okay, so I post this thing and then people see the picture and then it's gone. It's like, they're going to forget about it in, you know, the next couple of seconds. And it's like, to be honest, who's really going to go back and like search for something on Instagram? I don't, I don't think a lot of people do. Uh, And even if they go on your on your Instagram page, are they really going to go scroll through everything? I think we just like, you know, like to scroll through whoever we're following on, on, on Instagram. So when I heard about Pinterest, I was already using Pinterest for things like recipes and um, like, you know, pictures of decorating for the house. But then I realized that I could also use it for my business because they also give you a business page. And the, the good thing about Pinterest was that it works like a search engine. So think of when you go and you, you go on Google and you're going to search for something. You're going to go and type what you're looking for. And that's what a lot of people do on Pinterest. Even if you're looking for, I don't know, a chicken pot pie recipe, they're going to go and type in chicken pot pie and all of like, you know, the best pins that match that search come up. So when I realized that that's how Pinterest works, I just went all in on Pinterest. Started putting in all of the, the drawings that I did my blog posts, so the articles that I would write that would help people use these drawings. So people think like, okay, it's great that I made a digital drawing or, you know, I bought your digital drawing. What can I do with it? And a lot of people were buying them to make t-shirts, to make mugs, to make custom posters, different things like that. But sometimes they were having questions and getting like, you know, caught up in something. So I started making blog posts to um, help them out. And I would put those all on Pinterest. So when people can go on Pinterest and say like, I don't know how to like, you know, how do I get the, the vinyl from wrinkling uh, once I've taken this digital drawing to make a t-shirt, my, my blog post, my pin would come up and it would link to my blog post. So that was getting me tons of traffic to my blog and also getting me sales for my digital drawing. Are you listening to this ladies? That what a great way to use Pinterest. You know, it's so funny because all these years I'm online and everything else and I'm still learning. You know, I am still learning the ways to use different things. And I love that you took the search engine that is Pinterest because most people don't realize this. 
that it is a great way to just create traffic and everything else. So for you, what were your biggest challenges being a mom and then becoming a mompreneur? You know, what, how did you keep those balls in the air? Definitely uh, one of the biggest challenges would have to be that time management thing where we all think like, we don't have enough time. What are we going to do? Um, coming up with the excuses of like, I, de- I never have enough time, which is, I say it's an excuse because it is the truth that we have busy schedules and we have a lot going on. But if you really want to do something, you'll find a way to make it a priority. So I just had to start making, growing my business a priority by setting boundaries telling other people who were in my entourage, my family, my friends, hey, look, at such and such time, I'm not going to be available. Don't try to call me. Don't try to text me. I'm not picking up. <laughs> you know, my mom sometimes would be, would be like, oh, you know, I called you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, mom, I, you know, I'll call you after I'm done. I'm not available at this time. I had to start telling my family, uh, look, you guys can also do the dishes. You guys can also sleep in vacuum. I'm not the only one. Here you go, go at it. And once I realized that it's okay to do that, and it wasn't like it was a, there was a revolution in my house because I did that. They were just like, okay, yeah. And now, you know, my kids, you know, they participate. They have, they already had chores, but I kind of like, you know, gave them a few extra things that they can do. Um, nothing crazy, but, you know, doing the dishes, all the things that I was like thinking mentally, like, oh, I have to be the one to do it as if it's some kind of special you know, require some kind of special skill to do that. It's <laughs> like washing the dishes, folding clothes. Yeah, my son's nine, my daughter's 15. At the, at the time I started, which was like five, five years ago, they were younger, but they can still do those things. It's like, you can fold your clothes and take them to your room, put them away. And the thing that I think a lot of moms get caught up with is that we want it done our way. And it's like, you can't have it both ways. You can't have everything. You can't have it done and make extra time for you to work on something else and have it your way. You have to be willing to accept that, look, you're going to give up this, you know, hold of this thing. Let someone else do the dishes. Maybe it's not the way you do the dishes, but the dishes are done. And now you have an extra 25 minutes, an extra 30, 45, one hour to work on growing your business if that's what you want to do. So those are the challenges that it was like, you know, those mental blocks in my head where I was thinking, oh, no, I have to be the one to do it. It has to be, if it's going to be done the right way, it's going to have to be me. And realizing, no, I can delegate, let other people do it. And guess what? Now I've got all that extra time that I didn't think that I had before. I love that. And it's funny because it's one of the things that I say and that we share all the time. You know, I read an article when I was pregnant with my first son about a woman with five kids who used housework as a reward. Yeah. Oh, you were so good, mom. He's going to let you help me fold the laundry. And so I started my kids. I used organic cleaners. They had their own spray bottles at 18 months old. You know, because they wanted to help mommy. Three years old, you want to help mommy clean the bathroom? Each one of them was about 10 and a half before they actually realized all this stuff was chores. But by five, they could mop the floor. Six, they were doing pots and pans. Seven, they were doing dishes and laundry. And how does a little kid fold their laundry? They kind of crumple it up. I would hang up the things that they didn't want wrinkled. I don't care if their T-shirts were wrinkled. But you know what? By the time they were six or seven, they would lie it out. My brothers at one point would actually drop off a load of laundry. They'd pay them five bucks, <laughs> you know, and they, and it was the, the cutest thing was my oldest son, my daughter, who was the youngest, she couldn't reach 
the laundry detergent. So her brother was like, you know what? I'll put in the detergent for you. That way she could earn some money too. It was so oh, cute, wow. you know, yeah, but family my brothers, yeah, but they loved it. They were like, man, this is great. Five bucks, it's folded. And believe me, they folded those things like, you know, they, it was the pride that they took, Yeah. you know, the younger the kid, but it's so important to realize that it is not your way and the wrong way. It is your exactly. way and other ways. Exactly. Done is better than perfect. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's the, the time that you'll free up from that, you'll just be like, why didn't I didn't decide yet? I was like, why didn't I start doing this sooner? <laughs> exactly. On that note, we're going to take a quick break and say thank you to our sponsors. And we'll be back in just a moment here on Word of Mom Radio. She is brave. She is strong. She is you. Because you're that woman who's got a product or a service that you're looking to promote. Or you're out there seeking to support other women in business to help women learn, network, and build the businesses of their dreams. Because when you win, we win. We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often, our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children go through some form of bullying or another. Most of us survive with scars, but for some... The inner demons created cannot be recognized or treated in time to ensure they make it through. Bullying in every form is very much avoidable. It starts with me, and it starts with you. This is Kelly Carius from No Such Thing as a Bully, reminding you to do your part when you see bullying happen. If you don't know what that is, call 403-447-4404 or go to nosuchthingasabully.com. Don't let the name fool you because stadiumbags.com has a line of clear bags that enable you to use your phone and your smart devices without removing them from your bag. Not only that, but the product is so good it'll stand up to the cleaning solvents that you need to use now to make sure that when you come home, you come home safely. So take a look at stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we're your clear choice because safety It's in the bag. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio. We are talking with Nadoa Floic from Paper Flow Designs. And I wanted to ask you, for the moms out there that are looking to do some stuff, you know, how do you get a side hustle going? And and did you ever get to that point where it's like, ah, forget it. I don't have, it's too late for me to be doing stuff like this. So first thing I would say is to start off, like, Make yourself a little list. As moms, we're always making lists anyway. We've got you know, 100 to-do lists going on. Make yourself a little list of the things you, one, like to do, uh, and then make like another column and say, like, okay, what do people say that I'm good at? What do people come ask me for? Like my situation when I realized um, I always knew that I liked art, uh, but I didn't think that I could make money from it. So I just started from that. So even if it's something that you think no one's ever going to pay me for, just start making out your little dream list of things that you really like to do, things you like to do when you were younger, things that people always said that you were good at. And you'll start seeing from there where there'll be like things that kind of coincide. If someone says, you know what, you're really good at organizing. Like every time I go over, when I was a kid, my friend, my best friend used to come over to my house. 
um, she was actually from the Bronx. <laughs> well, she would come over to my house and organize my closet. And for me, I didn't care about that. I was like, nah, it's a mess, whatever. She would come in there, put everything in rainbow order. And that was like her wheelhouse. And today it's like people pay other people to do those things. People get paid very well to do those things. So there's a lot of things that you're good at, a lot of skills that you have as a mom that you don't value and you don't think that other people will find value in. So start making, you know, small little lists uh, of those things and you will start seeing from there that, you know, ideas will start popping out to you. Um, if you can't even think of anything, start asking your friends and family, like, hey, what do you think I'm good at? Or like, what do you think, like, you know, well, when you think of me, what do you think of? And people, because we have friends that we say, oh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, Danny over there, like when I think of her, I think of uh, cupcakes because she makes like the best cupcakes. And there's probably lots of uh, organizations, maybe restaurants in your neighborhood that would be willing to buy your cupcakes. Well, like I said, again, with the organization, like you might be really good at organizing and there might be some moms in your neighborhood where that is like the last thing they want to do. If they could put that, take that off their plate and give it to you, you could set up a weekly schedule and come in their house and, you know, organize, either teach it if you don't even want to get out of your house, you can teach people online, which is a, another huge, huge opportunity that um, a lot of people are not aware of. <clears throat> so think about your skills that you, you have, things that people think that you're good at, and you know, just start asking people, ask, ask friends and family, and you'll start getting ideas from there. So for you, for your daily productivity, do you have anything that you do for yourself that helps you with all of that? I started realizing um, that I was getting like kind of stretched out in, in lots of different um, directions. Uh, so I started incorporating um, meditation into my life. And I was one of those people who just thought before, it's really woo-woo. I'm never going to you know, get into this. That's like for those like, you know, yoga people that don't like, you know, that it's just, I just thought it was so outside of my realm. And I, I read a book on, on, meditation and productivity and I realized that I had it all backwards actually it's like when you start taking the time to meditate and sit still and it doesn't have to be like you're not some some yogi on a mountain just sit still like you know find five ten minutes and sit still and you'll actually get back time and when I read that in the book I was just like the light bulb went off in my head I'm like wait wait what I can, I can get back time. I can become more productive by like sitting still with myself and listening to myself. And then, you know, I'll get other ideas for how I can um, better organize things that I want to do. But before I was just trying to run around and I was like running on empty because I never took the time to just, you know, sit down, meditate with myself. And so now I do it every day and it doesn't have to be something complicated. It doesn't have to be long. If I have 10 minutes in the morning, then, you know, I put the app uh, on and I listen to a meditation. Uh, I could change it up. Sometimes it could be music. Sometimes it could be someone walking me through a meditation. Sometimes it could be breathing exercises, but it's just really, I found it freeing and in a way that helps me um, calm myself and organize myself and my relationships with other people have also changed like with my family like I'm not I don't always have a short fuse with my kids because you know I, I wake up in the morning I make time for myself I meditate and I'm calm I'm ready to face the day I'm ready to like receive other people once I've given myself some time it's amazing that just taking those few minutes you know can really refocus energies 
and everything else and give you that bit of just that breathing. Because let's face it, especially as mompreneurs, you have so many balls in the air that to just take that little bit of time to regroup yourself just for yourself, I think is so critical. So for you with your artwork, do you find it therapeutic? Um, definitely. Like what I was saying, when I was first starting out and I was learning about um, how to do the digital illustration, in the beginning, I would say it, would, it was frustrating. Anytime we're learning something in the beginning, it's, it's difficult. It can be frustrating because I think as human beings, we like things that are easy, things that we already know how to do. And sometimes when we're posed with challenges, we kind of push back. We don't want to do that. But the more I did it, the more I pushed through that, I realized that, you know, this is actually therapeutic for me. I like sitting here, like, you know, in front of my computer and grabbing my tablet and just start you know, drawing something. Even if I don't know what it's going to end up being, it's just the, the practice of doing it over and over and going through the rhythms and, you know, learning new techniques. Um, I found that exciting. And um, yeah, it just, it just really, it gave me like a little boost. I was never someone who like was good at sports in school. So I didn't have that, you know, that kind of uh, thing where like, you know, I hear people you do sports and you get that adrenaline boost and you feel so good about yourself. I was always like the last to get picked on the team or anything like that. <laughs> I had no idea what that felt like, but I feel like that's what I get with when I'm doing my art. I get into the zone and I'm just like flowing with it and you know, it could be an hour later and it feels like it was just a couple of minutes. So for me, it's, it's, a, it's a great source of therapy. You know, it's funny. I actually started, I picked up a book, a mosaic book, and I do that at the end of the day. I'll just color. The older I get, that's kind of my just to chill out yeah. and relax. So you have a YouTube channel. Do you use video to connect I... with your customers? Yeah, yeah. I so I use my YouTube channel. Um, I it's not my my first focus, but I do put videos out on there. But that's not. I don't end there with my videos. Um, I like to get a little creative with it because I realize, okay, I can repurpose these videos, and I can also use video in other ways. Um, and I'll let you in on a little secret. I also use video because I like shortcuts. And <laughs> if I don't have to like write a whole thesis on something and I can just make a short video I'm like oh okay I, this is this is me I'm going for this so it started out with um I think customer emails sometimes I, someone would buy something and maybe they didn't know how to open up the digital file or they would get like you know kind of hung up somewhere along the, the process and I found myself writing the same emails over and over again um there was I mean you can also write templates to people which is fine. But I thought, okay, why don't I just answer them back using a video? So I just took out my phone and, you know, recorded a short little 30 second, 15 second video to say, you know, hey, you know, this is Nadawa. Thanks for writing to me. Sorry you're having the issue, but you know, here, can you try this? Like I put a link in here and, you know, let me know if that works for you. Um, and I found that, you know, people like that. And I was, was even using that for customer, just feedback when people would write to me or send me pictures of the things that they made, the t-shirts they made. I had someone write to me this weekend, showed me like pictures of t-shirts she made. And she says, oh, I'm gonna make some more t-shirts for my grandson's birthday. And I'm gonna send you those when you do. And I'm like, yeah, you know, go ahead and send those to me. I can't wait, you know, I'll put that up on my, my Facebook page, let other people know what you made. And I found that people like that personal interaction. Like when they can see you, when they can hear you, they feel like they're getting to know you more. 
And so for me and my customers and my audience, it, it works. I also use video when I do like a live drawing tutorials. Like on Fridays, I do, I try to put out like a video tutorial every Friday. Sometimes they are, they are live and people will come on there and I'll see that they'll be the same people sometimes coming back. And I'm like, oh, you know, hey, Cindy, how are you? Like, you know, how was the weather? And how was the snowstorm? Did you guys, you know, shovel your way out? And it, I didn't think that I would like that because I felt like, oh, you know, I'm an independent person. I don't need other people. But I found myself liking that when people would come back and I recognize the names of the same people. It kind of, you know, it made me feel good. Like they're taking time out of their day to come, you know, watch me drawing something and we can exchange and I'm getting to know them and they're getting to know me. What a great way to reach out to people and what a great way to end this conversation. So as we're wrapping up, what would you like to leave our listeners with and how can they reach out to you? You can find me if you want to just say hi or write me an email or uh, anything, see what I'm doing. You can find me uh, on my website, which is paperflowdesigns.com. So that's P-A-P-E-R-F-L-O designs with an s.com and i'm sure that dory will have all the links that you need on the uh, show notes page we absolutely will and i just i thank you so much for coming and sharing with us today it's amazing to me always how people create something that just started out as a little side business and you know it blossoms into something where you get to do things full time that really excite you so never too late to, you know, create a whole new dream for yourself. So thank you so much for joining us and for everybody tuning in. Thanks for spending part of your time with us. We're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong.